My name is Ira Putilova. I'm a documentary filmmaker, podcast producer, writer, and I'm also part of the Fragments project. Fragments is a series of filmed theater pieces, each telling a different story written and performed by asylum seekers and refugees. And this podcast is the part of this project. Every episode, we will be meeting with participants to talk to them about theater pieces they wrote over the course of several weeks during drama workshops. We will be talking about stories behind every piece, about the process of writing, and we will also talk about potential sound design of every piece. Talking about the sound is important for us, because the exploration of this connection between sound and memory has been a big part of this podcast. In the end of every episode, you will hear drama pieces performed by participants together with the sound design of their choice. But before that, in this episode, which we called Episode Zero, I'll talk to Jude Haste, who is a theater director and organizer of the Fragments Project. Hi Jude, how are you today? Hey Ira, I'm good, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So Jude, firstly, can you tell me a bit about Fragments? I know that this project consists of a few different parts. So there are drama pieces which were written for film and there's this podcast. And I know that participants also had the chance to pass the exam at the end of it. Can you tell me more about it? Yeah, cool. Okay, thanks. So yeah, this project is a development of um, the lockdown work I was doing last year in 2020. Uh, where I received some emergency uh, COVID response fund from the Arts Council. Um, and the work that I was doing uh, obviously um, had to adapt to being online. And um, it's very much a theatre playwriting project uh, with um, film as well that explores montage, the styles of theatre of Brecht, uh, Joan Littlewood, Atoll Fugard, um, and original writing by uh, all of the participants who want to convey important stuff about the current times for them right now. Um, then uh, secondly, um, to work alongside, well, you yourself <laughs> to make a podcast and out of you being um, becoming a really uh, key member of this project, we wanted to also explore um, the, the role of sound as a narrative tool to um, invoke memory and place um, within our short theatre pieces. So thirdly, um, the Lambda exams are um, basically a great asset because they are uh, Ofqual recognised qualifications and give participants UCAS points. And many of the asylum seekers in the projects have, have experienced these barriers to uh, being able to work, being able to get any kind of income more than 35 quid a week for years and years and years. Uh, they've struggled to access educational opportunities. So, so these, the, the, these exams are also um, a great way to then go forward and get further opportunities in education or employment. At the beginning of the project, um, well, we actually originally called it Making Drama Out of a Crisis because in, in our minds, in my mind, it was the crisis was really the pandemic. And we were along the lines of wanting to talk about that difficult stuff as opposed to pretending it wasn't happening. And it was a slightly slow start. Um, it was always designed to be a, a project that would run over four to uh, six months. Um, but it was was quite tricky to engage um, right back in January, just due to the extremities of the pandemic at that time. 
But I think one of the real values of working in this way over a, a prolonged period of time is the sort of sustained engagement for participants and the time allowed to research and develop um, important topics and issues uh, by individuals. So I think we started off with about 25 people online um, and... Uh, throughout many of those earlier weeks, we were able to have a lot of conversations and also look quite a lot at the practice and work of great practitioners who've come before our time, such as Brecht. Uh, and there's a great quote by him, which is, in the dark times, will there also be singing? Yes, there will also be singing about the dark times. And in a sense, it was like, we were trying to build on these styles of, of these people who had really used uh, theatre alongside of either their own experiences or others who'd faced oppression or hardship or, 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 or unusual circumstances to get out a message that is important uh, and to encourage the listeners or the receivers of the work to think a little bit critically or differently uh, to given situations. So we spent a lot of time uh, researching what situations we wanted people to think about but also looking at how other people in throughout history uh, in theatre specifically have done that and how and how you know what tools they use to do it so that length of period of time from january through to kind of march gave us a real sort of a good foundation to then come up with uh, our own dialogue or monologue and to make some original and sort of dare i say it slightly well it's just it's nice to see and hear work that's not just ticking a box. So it's kind of come from, from somewhere pretty well thought out. Thank you. Um, and how did you find participants and people to work with on this project? Well, uh, on the back of the work that uh, had been taking place at Reading Refugee Support Group, who are um, a partner in this project, uh, I already had like a core um, group of people who'd found they were passionate and interested in uh, writing and in theatre, um, and I also um, through through my interest in this area had got new contacts with people such as Olive in the University of East London, who had been doing some excellent work over the last five years, and groups like Counterpoint Arts. And um, through that, it's a network where you know actually it's kind of roots up. So people that I'd been working with talk to other people. They think, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to try that. So the exciting thing about this year is I feel like we're pulling together um, a wider community of participants from in and around the UK uh, to further build on, on, on what we did last year. And of course, working online has enabled us to do that in a more effective way than, than previously. Um, Jude, why did you decide to focus specifically on theatre and drama as a way to tell stories? Well, theatre is is my training and my passion and has been since I was 15, 16 or younger, really. It's just, it's it's the art form that I've spent the most time um, learning about and understanding. And so, uh, and to me, it goes way deeper than just putting on a, a show. Like, uh, I, I guess a lot of the training I did was looking more anthropologically at the role of theatre throughout history and understanding, you know, human need to express oneself and the different uh, art forms that have arisen out of that. Um, and for me, there's just so many, you know, um, there are so many reasons to to share what I've learned already 
Uh, ultimately, in this project, it was about people finding their own voice and sharing their own story. Um, and that can sound like a cliche, but actually everything is a story, right? I mean, everything in our constructed minds is in a way a narrative or a story that we have made. Um, and so often I think people have felt limited, especially the kind of people that I've been working with recently. And that we have this kind of notion that perhaps the media gives out kind of the the, the, the narratives or the, the they kind of have a platform to, to say how things are. And quite often those... Uh, messages or stories or narratives aren't necessarily representative of the experiences of many people in day-to-day -day life and those experiences and those voices don't get heard and just because the mainstream media messages are coming from places of power and very much you know kind of uh, they, they dominate uh, I think that theatre is really important um, to you know if we can use use it to teach people, to allow people to to share what their thoughts are and actually understand that what they think is of value, um, it can lead to um, contributing towards changes in the way that people think. And I think, you know, that might sound a bit like I'm being an idealist, but I know and I've seen theatre practitioners in the past use theatre for the same purpose. Um, and I've kind of experienced in a small way it doing that for me as a much younger person. So that's kind of the passion of, of, of why I work with theatre and why I chose to use theatre for this project. Thank you for sharing this. I totally understand what you're saying about theatre being a medium for other people to find their voices. I think filmmaking and podcast making is this medium for me. But telling stories, especially our own stories, is not that easy sometimes. Uh, what were the challenges for you in this project, especially doing it online and remotely? Challenges, uh, well, classically, there is kind of the the barrier to tech was um, always uh, something that I'd factored in from the beginning uh, in terms of accessibility to getting online data, um, actually having a, a decent tablet or a laptop. I think sometimes when you don't know about something, it can be intimidating. And I think for certain people feeling like uh, perhaps a lack of freedom for themselves to be able to feel safe to actually be making work and expressing their opinions. Um, I do think, you know, hearing some people feeling like they're only ever going to be put in a box and that the only reason they've been asked to do the project is because they're going to get put in a box again or that the listener will put them in a box as a result of them talking about their work and that you know it's just kind of breaking down in a sense you know if you say oh come and do a drama project with refugees but ultimately it was really about hey you guys are people we are here to talk about stuff that's important to us um, we're going to make some work we're going to make we're going to write some stuff and it's going to be about our experiences but first of all we're being artists and we're building tools to do this and secondary yes we happen to be belonging to a certain cohort or a group but that's not the first and foremost thing yeah i appreciate you saying about not putting people in the box but rather recognizing differences between people and focusing on creative processes what did you learn from working with people from different backgrounds oh i'm learning how brilliant people are i'm learning how well it's always been a key thing for me is collaboration with others um to make good work 
so I'm I'm learning also how to to lead in in, in to to be a good leader. I hope um, with with and bring everyone along with me, and also to be a little bit more directional, just to to, to take direction and to take positive risks. And also, it's just always one is always continuing to learn just about what is happening in the world right now, what's happened in the world previously, how have people continued to carry forward sharing messages with the world um, in in a constructive way and not given up in the face of adversity and stuck to kind of stuck to their truth, if you like, when I, when sometimes it's easier not to. So I, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's kind of about that really. Um, and also just taking risks and seeing something through to the end. That's, that's, that's what it's about. And then can, carrying on because it doesn't ever really stop. Yes, learning never stops indeed. Jude, can you tell me a little bit about the process of choosing topics for every piece? Were they spontaneous decisions or was there a method you were following? Well, first of all, we were researching and developing, looking at what exists already in, in, the, in the press, in the media. What areas do we think were important? We were looking at stuff like being, you know, in a vulnerable group, the rel- relying on the brown envelope or the DWP or the Home Office or, um, you know, the structures in this country that people are so dependent on. We were looking at um, the way in which people are being perceived in asylum seeker community, in refugee community. Uh, we were looking then at um, stuff happening more globally. So, so rather than just sort of the narratives of of Reading in the UK, we were looking at what's going on now in Sudan, what's going on in now in Zimbabwe or uh, in other places, and then we started to personalize those themes. And I was able to share with people a structure to write a dialogue um, between two people based on specific details about characters who are the characters what is their everyday life like what do they have in their kitchen cupboards do they even have kitchen cupboards uh you know who do they speak to every day what's the most important thing for them this week what's the most important thing next year or in the next 10 years you know so looking at objectives super objectives understanding kind of what why are the stakes high in this story what are, what do these people have to lose Or what do they have to gain? Things like this. So constructs in order to write um, a piece of drama. And because a lot of us um, have had high stakes or do have high stakes, that's where it gets interesting because you're kind of one foot in reality and another in fiction. But yeah, that's what that's sort of how we evolved the work. I mean, it's really exciting to be working with individuals with their own specialisms and then sort of chuck it together and see how that works. And so there is an element of not knowing. So it's the positive element of taking risk, of trusting a process, of handing things over to people, including, absolutely including the beneficiaries or the participants, giving them the space to see what can come out of it because you can't predetermine it always. So that's really, that's that's the creative part. That's kind of how we got the title fragments And that's what blows my mind when I'm working. I mean, that's 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 what I'm learning about still. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Jude, you spent many hours together with participants working on their drama pieces. Can you remember any funny moments that happened during your workshops? Oh, gosh, there's so many funny moments in the last few months. 
I, I tell you what, part of it is the risks that people have been taking. Once we've started to do the filming, uh, to film these pieces face to face, the improvisation aspects of uh, and, and the ideas, people are being, they feel safe. So they're saying, hey, I know, Caleb, you can be, um, you know, you can be one of the protesters in this peaceful protest scene where you have to go on your knees and put your hands in the air. And um, people are just being very funny and taking risks. And there's been some very um, amusing situations. Suddenly we had, when we were in the first stages of writing, We Are Not Party to the Theft, uh, with uh, three women, uh, all very strong women. And um, it was the notion of women as well being able to stand up against uh, political oppression or against authoritative regimes or armies. Um, and one of one of the participants right in the early days she suddenly became this rascal leader and it was a wonderful term and she basically grabbed, I don't know, whatever she had in her hand, it was a remote control or, or a green pen and they became like um, weapons. And so rather than just being sat on Zoom, I, you know, it was this wonderful performance, completely impromptu of this rascal leader that um, came out of nowhere. Well, it came from her imagination and we've still got it now and it's one of the great characters in, in the various pieces we've made. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. Jude, my last question is about hopes and aspirations. What were your hopes and aspirations for this project? Well, I, uh, my hope is that um, it's empowering individuals who have felt previously, they've felt barriers to be able to get across exactly what's going on without um, being perhaps seen as a stereotype or just being unable to have a platform to share as dignified human beings as as we all are, what their talents and skills and passions are. And there is a lot of talent there. And in terms of what I hope um, this contributes towards more sort of the sort of world support of individuals who face persecution or... Um, you know, uh, displacement due to war or famine or sexuality or um, climate crisis is that it gives a, a home and a place and a sense of belonging. And more than that, it then directly speaks to the wider community that haven't experienced such things and breaks down some of the stereotypes and also provides something genuinely unique and um, engaging and interesting in the way that anybody can make interesting pieces of work or theatre. These people are, are making amazing and interesting quality pieces of work and theatre. So that's what I think is a, a, a building blocks. And, you know, that hopefully can go out into the world and just keep pushing forward with um, with challenging the notion that the otherness. So people are not just others. They are people. And they deserve the same rights as anyone. So, um, and also they're very capable, just as we all are. So that's what I hope this project will do. And we can build on, on, on you know, people making progress in their lives in the way they deserve. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're really hoping that it will make people think a little bit about the histories and conflicts in countries and, and the importance of individual attitudes to make change, because it does all start from an individual place. So the individuals who are making the work are brilliant and have got some really important things to say about their own experiences. So 
really it's kind of genuine. And I think sometimes the most engaging stories are real experiences. And, and, and even if they're not like, we're not just talking about, oh, this happened to me on this day. But if they're talking about authentic observations from people who've experienced things particularly, I think that's what makes really strong work. And that's, that's what the work's all about. Thank you so much for sharing this with us, Jude, and congratulations with this amazing project. I'm happy to be part of it, and those few weeks we spent together were great for me. I really enjoyed that. Well, let's dive into people's stories then. In every episode, we will have a conversation with different participants of the project, and in every episode, we will hear from authors of drama pieces. And we'll be talking about sound design and different sound ideas everyone came up with. And of course, in the end of every episode, we will listen to the pieces themselves. I hope you enjoy it and have fun. Have fun.